0: My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's The Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked With God, that's L-I-N-K-E-D, With God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's The Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com Enter That's The Truth in the search bar. Click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar. Then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's The Truth. And that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us directly from the Word of God. You're listening to That's the Truth. Praise God, Amen. Everything is all right. It is well with my soul. Praise God, Hallelujah. I know why our sisters singing this because in French we've been talking about faith for an hour and a half. Hallelujah. It's one thing to say I've got faith. It's one thing to know I need faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. So now that the faith that you do have, praise God. And today we're going to grow in it. We're going to grow in the faith. We're going to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise God. And the Bible teaches us john also wrote as you prosper in your souls you will prosper in your health praise god so when your body doesn't feel like getting up get up praise god amen because it is the spirit hallelujah that quicken it Hallelujah. Amen. The flesh just drags us down. Praise God. But I can put my hands together. I can get my feet up off the ground. Hallelujah. I can lift up a holy hand and another. Praise God. Amen. I can clap unto the Lord as the Bible says, all you inhabitants, I can shout unto him with a voice of, not a voice of defeat, but a voice of triumph. Praise God. We're doing all this because God is good. Hallelujah. We serve a living God. Amen. My God is not dead tonight. Hallelujah. But he He is alive praise God amen and I've got faith everything is all right hallelujah praise God amen say it with me everything is all right hallelujah when I was just a little guy we used to sing I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right So we just modified the words and put it more positive and more scripture i've got a feeling everything's going to be all right no everything is all right praise god amen and i don't go by feelings i walk by faith praise god amen so whoever wrote that little course he was kind of on the right track but he just never really got there praise god to where i am today hallelujah faith. Everything is all right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's put our hands together and give God praise and give God glory. Hallelujah. And rejoice uh, in Him today. Praise God. Amen. Everything is all right. Hallelujah. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Hallelujah. I'm glad I got the Word. Bless His holy name today. Tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. amen hallelujah praise god amen you're saying where does that come from let me read ephesians chapter 2 i'm going to read verse 13 but now i need someone to say now amen. this is what i'm saying praise god everything is all right hallelujah not tomorrow now amen because this is what is written in my king james bible Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. Praise God. Share this link. Amen. I'm reading scripture. Get other people, amen, log to log on or get whatever you got to do. Share the link, thumbs up, subscribe, remind people. Now's the time to get into the word because we are already reading Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13, but now, someone else, say now again. Amen. Right now. Praise God. Uh, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off—that's that's, that's me—he says you, that's me, Amen. Sometimes we're afar off, are made nigh. You're made nigh when, not tomorrow, now, Hallelujah. See, when I read the scripture, ye either far off or you are made nigh. You're either too far away or you're in the right place. Hallelujah amen read it with me I'm reading from a King James but now in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were far off are ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ some of you who have been watching for a few times you know I'm getting ready to pray and I'm just giving you a reason praise God we have a long list of reasons but there is one right there by the blood of Christ Praise God. Ye who are in Christ, but now in Christ. Are you in Christ Jesus today? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You can't substitute that name. Amen. But ye who are in Christ, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. This is what I'm reading. Last week we read verses 12 and verses 11. Amen. That at that time you were without Christ, but now I'm not without Christ. You're either without Christ or you are with Christ. There's no fence to be sitting on. You're either without or with. You're either too far away or you're right where you should be in Christ. But now in Christ, someone say, in Christ Jesus, my Lord and my Savior, praise God. That name cannot be changed, there's no substitute for that name even some people say well mohammed well i'm sorry to give you the news mohammed's dead amen. joseph dead mary dead doesn't matter who you whose name you show up with or oh, you can give my way sorry amen for you hallelujah because the truth is that jesus christ they put him in a grave but that grave couldn't hold him back They put a stone in front of the door, but that didn't stop him either. He came out of that grave, praise God. Amen. And he lives, the Bible says, in me. Someone say, in me, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you just said in Christ. Well, see how that, I mean, you need to be spiritual to pick up on this hallelujah he and me christ in you praise god is the hope of glory he's in me i'm in him praise god i mean i'm where i am today praise god and i have hallelujah every reason like i said i'm giving you one but i've got every reason to give him praise and to give him glory praise god And we're getting ready to do that for god so loved the world that he gave hallelujah think about it for god john 3 16 if you got to check up on what i'm saying I'll try to quote it word for word. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Who did he give? His only begotten son. What is his name? Jesus Christ. He didn't give Mohammed. He didn't give Buddha. He didn't give a statue. He didn't give an idol. He didn't give, it doesn't matter. You can go through the Old Testament. They had all kinds, Molech. They had all kinds of names just like today hallelujah but one name when you get into acts chapter 4 verses 10 11 and 12 one man jesus christ one man one name jesus christ hallelujah if you haven't already figured it out i'm here to lift up jesus christ to lift up the son of man today praise god and his name is jesus hallelujah so i invite you to join with me romans 1:16. for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god what is the power of god the gospel of christ what is the gospel of christ right here amen it is the power of god for what unto salvation someone say unto salvation i didn't join a church i got saved hallelujah, I didn't sign up a church membership, I've been washed uh, in the blood, praise God, of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, and that's what makes, amen, that what, this is what makes a son, this is what makes a daughter, and I thank God today, it puts us in the right position, in the right state of mind, amen, like our sister sang a little earlier, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed upon Jesus, praise God, amen, knowing, hallelujah, that I can come into his presence, and to give him praise, and to give him glory, hallelujah, for thine is the kingdom, thine is the kingdom, is the power and thine is the glory. This is how Jesus taught us to pray. And I thank God today, praise God, that we can pray that way. Hallelujah. So share this link in 30 seconds. We're going to pray. We're going to give God the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. It belongs to him. Blessed be his holy name. He is worthy, the Bible says, to be praised. And I thank God today. Praise God. When we look at what was, amen, all the things that were said, for man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. All the things that have been said, all the things that have been done. Hallelujah. What was accomplished on the cross? If your hands aren't up, put your hands up. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to pray. Blessed be his holy name. As I exhort and edify, give you scriptures, maybe give you one more reason. Hallelujah. To Get your other hand up. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. The Bible says to lift up holy hands when you pray. Praise God. Amen. To look up. Amen. Unto the hills from whence cometh your help. Praise God. I've got a place to look today for help. It's not a 911 call. It's help. And his name is Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, praise God today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, I thank God today. Of all the things that we read in the scriptures that just teaches us how to walk, how to think, where to go. We've been taught to pray. Praise God. Hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come, Lord. Here we are, ready. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. I thank you today for your daily bread. Hallelujah. We can ask for it, but we have already spent the past three hours being fed, being well fed, giving you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah in a different language. Now we change over into English. We're getting ready again for our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread, praise God, as we forgive the trespasses of others so that we ourselves may be forgiven. I thank God today that we can give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, thine is the glory, praise God. As we press toward the mark for the prize, I thank God, amen, for that one One line which I left out in the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, lead us not into temptation, praise God. But the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, for he leadeth me, praise God. He's not leading me into temptation, not leading me into sin, he's not leading me into disobedience, he's not leading me into religion, he's not leading me into the darkness of this world, but he's leading me, amen, uh, on on the way which leadeth unto life. Hallelujah for that way. Thank God for the prophet who prophesied, and there shall be a way, and that way shall be called a way of holiness, Lord. And I thank God today. Praise God. Amen. To be found on that way. No wayfaring man. Amen. We can walk in the light while there is light because Jesus Christ came and he established the fact that he is the light of this world. And I thank God for it today. Praise God. Amen. Once we were in darkness, we were so far away from the light in darkness, but now through the blood of Christ, we have been made nigh. Hallelujah. As Peter wrote and that he has brought us out of darkness over into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. And I thank God, praise God today, to be where we are at in the name of Jesus. For those who are joining me for the first time, perhaps they're logging on, they're they're trying the spirits, they're checking this out. Amen. I pray that their ears will be open to hear what the spirit has to say to the church. Their eyes will be open to see, Lord what they can see as far as the scriptures, the word of God before their, the truth before them. What is truth? A man asked, what is truth? Truth was standing right before him and he couldn't see the truth, Lord. Open eyes. Hallelujah. Open their eyes. Lord, I pray for open eyes today. I pray for open hearts to receive in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the word, the message which we have. It's getting us ready. Praise God. Thank God for prophecy it prepares. Praise God. Thank God today. And in the scriptures that, as we are about to open up the Word of God, by the help of your Holy Ghost, anoint the Word of God. May it be preached in a way that it will find its way into good ground in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praying for good ground. I come against the things of this world that choke. In the name of Jesus, falling upon the wayside, falling upon the rock, in the name of Jesus. They heat in Jesus. I rebuke all of this works and wiles and fiery darts of the devil. You rebuke, you're quenched now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. That those listening will not be hindered from the truth. Will not be denied the way which leadeth unto life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray these things. Hallelujah. I declare and I decree in Jesus' name these things to come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you agree with me, say amen. Hallelujah. At home, say amen. Praise God. If you're not too sure, well, say amen anyways. Praise God, because I'm praying for you. Hallelujah. Every one of you listening today, praise God. In the name of Jesus, that we be blessed. Hallelujah. As her sister was singing, everything, hallelujah, I've got faith. Everything is all right. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. There was a woman in the Bible. She was on the way to get the man of God. Amen. She left trouble behind. She says, I need to get the man of God. People are asking her, is everything fine? What's going on? She says, it is well. Hallelujah. It is well with my soul. Amen. It is well. It is well with my wallet. Amen. It is well with my bank account. Say it. Amen. Put your faith to work. Today we're going to look at faith. I know we're talking about prophecy. talking about the times as they come near to the end. But we're going to see that we need some faith and we're going to look at the reasons why praise God to so put your faith to work I've got faith amen to say it is all right all right at work it's all right at school hallelujah it's all right with my health amen it's all right with. It. it's all right praise God because Jesus we are in Christ Hallelujah. Praise God. So I'd like to welcome every one of you again. This is a live stream from the house of God here in Montreal. I thank God for the privilege. Amen. I'm honored and blessed by the spirit of the living God. Amen. To have this privilege and the ability to, you're allowing me into your homes, into your houses. If you're listening to me with earbuds or you're driving, wherever you're listening to me, however you're listening to you, welcome, welcome, welcome into the presence of a living God. Before we get ready to sit back and get comfortable i want to make sure you have a bible in your hands it's very important i've got a lot to read because god has a lot to say hallelujah so get ready to read and get ready to spend amen um the i was encouraging the french people i said, you know the bible teaches me that and you can read this in romans chapter 10 that without um oh well Um, Hebrews 11 verse 6 without faith it is impossible to please God we're going to look at these verses but in Romans chapter 10 it says faith cometh by hearing amen how shall they hear faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God hallelujah so you need to read you need to hear the word of God amen so when I get into it I want you to get ready to hear to listen praise God to the word of God this is what you need to hear you need to hear the word praise God And not just 10 minutes of it Amen. Some people say, well, you know, uh, we we can't get past 30 minutes. You preach for two hours or an hour and a half, and after 30 minutes, people just, well, 30 minutes is not enough. Amen. I need the full dose. We're going to find out, we're going to find out in about five, 10 minutes, we're going to find out how important it is to have faith, and I'm going to read it in the scriptures. I'm not going to make it up. I'm going to read it. Praise God. Amen. So get ready to prepare. Hallelujah. Some of you have it easy. I'm going to stand for the next hour and a half. You all can sit down in the nice, cushiony, soft seats in your homes, on your couches. Even here in the church, the cushions on the seats are four inches thick. So get comfortable. Make sure you have the Word of God in your hands. Before you sit down, confess. I don't, if, if, if there's nobody, to just say it in the Spirit. But if your children look at your parents at home, or parents look at your children and say, everything is all right. Amen. Say, I've got faith. Everything is all right. Praise God. Testify that. Hallelujah. Before you sit down, before you find your place. Praise God. Testify. I've got faith. Everything, everything, everything is all right. Sister, I've got faith. Everything is all right. Hallelujah. Good to see both your hands up, brother. I've got faith. Amen. Everything is all right. All right. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. For our testimonies today, praise God. I've got faith. Everything is all right. Praise God. All right. Here we go. I've I've got my place. I'll be ready in about 30 seconds. Help me preach. Help me evangelize by sharing this link. Praise God. Some of you know what to do more than more than i do if you have to phone somebody say hey log on to whatever social media platform you are listening to then do that praise god hallelujah as we increase the numbers you'll see some links in the comment section If you want to get more there for more teaching more of the word of god praise god we have a radio station that airs preaching it's an internet radio and it airs preaching around the clock non-stop so it doesn't matter if you can't sleep at two in the morning You can log on to That's the Truth, and there'll be links to show you, and and you'll just hear preaching. Praise God. I don't mind if the preaching, at two in the morning, the preaching should maybe probably put you to sleep, and that's all right. Praise God. I know some people put it on before they sleep, and it's on all night. It just plays all night long. It's just preaching. And they wake up, and I'm still preaching. Praise God. Amen. And this is good. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's food for our souls. It is definitely a blessing, praise God. So, as I mentioned, get your Bibles. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles as I welcome each and every one of you into into this meeting, into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. All the saints in Ontario, praise God. Amen. Sister Greta, my brother Al, praise God. And Allison, amen. Charles as well and family. Adam, I trust you're listening, praying for you, buddy. Praise God. Amen. My good friends south of the lake, amen. John and Linda, glad to see you with us. Today, praise God, Amen. Fellowship that we had a couple of days ago, praise God by phone, Amen. They're locked down, and I think we're locked down. And I got to speed it up too. We're kind of, kind of. I'm. We're, Lori and I were kind of in the middle of a of the lockdown because from what I was just told a few minutes ago that Montreal gets locked down at eight o'clock, but where we live, just just on the other, just off the island, we're locked down at nine thirty. So as long as we're on the other side of the bridge by eight, we got time to get home. So I don't have. We won't be scurrying like we did for a couple of months where we had to be out of here by 7. We'll be able to go a little bit past the 7 o'clock if the Spirit thus leads us. Hallelujah. So we're kind of getting used to a- another schedule. But anyways, thank God for his mercies. Praise God. Longing forward to the fellowship, not just this spiritual um, assembly that we have. For virtu- if, you're fle- if you're carnal, you'll say this is a virtual experience. If you're spiritual, then you'll say this is a spiritual experience. So we're longing, amen, for the fellowship, which will come, amen, with the shaking of the hands, laying on of the hands, a holy kiss, praise God, communion, all that stuff which is biblical, but the devil is there. He's chipping, you know, slowly away of the little, amen, of the small things, amen, and it's the small things which which open the doors for bigger things. I believe that, praise God, amen, and I thank God I was I had some fellowship with a brother yesterday, he's all the way down in Texas, and um, he brought that up afterwards, we were texting a couple of things and experiences when we were teenagers, we go way back, I'm 59, so we go, do the math, I can't do the math, but go way back, I'm 59, we were teenagers, weren't driving yet, we were talking about things, the, um, as, as, as his dad was ministering, preaching, and my dad was preaching while we were teenagers, and not always, but anyways, enough of that. Hallelujah. And we were looking at these things, we're saying it's good to be sanctified and all these little things that we were that that were trying to creep in. Amen. But we're serving God today. He's 60, I'm 59, and we're serving God today because we were able to put the little things. Paul said childish things. He said, you're not a child, don't do those childish things anymore. But he says, we, we agreed saying it's some of the, the little things which open the doors to the, the, big, the bigger things. And I thank God for that, praise God, that we can pay careful attention to detail. Hallelujah. And I give God the praise and the glory for that blessing, which we do have. Hallelujah. Again, from the Word of God. Praise God, as we read attentively, praise God as we as we digest, amen Jesus said, "You must eat by flesh and drink by blood. You can read this in John chapter six, Praise God, and if someone is carnal, it, it gave the Christians a bad name See, so, well they they're, they're, they're um, they are they are uh, cannibals, and, and they had a reputation which was Taken literally, but the Bible says that'll kill you if you take the letter literally. Hallelujah! But walking after the Spirit, praise God. Spiritually, Jesus said, "Praise God." He gave us the, um, the 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 knowledge, praise God, of what this of what this is. Praise God. He says, Peter says, he gave us the the recipe. He says, "Thou hast the words." Praise God. Amen. So when I open up. I open up and I, and I read, praise God, the word of God, as it is written, praise God, it is the flesh. Amen. The Bible says, you read the last chapter in Revelations, he is the word of God. He is the word, Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, praise God, he also called it bread. Amen. It's not just that flesh is bread. The Bible in Exodus, when it teaches us to pray, you want to be blessed. He said, bless our bread and water. Praise God. And here we are with the washing of the word. Praise God. Washing of the water, I mean. Praise God and the word of God that we have. Hallelujah. We're blessed and we're blessed and we're blessed. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God. I give God all the glory and the praise for this. Praise God. Amen. If you're wondering what, what is the point that I'm getting to, well, amen. Thank God for hallelujah the things which are clear which are written unto us through his word of god so welcome amen if you don't if you're not making any comments and you're listening i welcome you anyhow praise god amen without knowing your name it's that's not important Praise God. What's important is that we get ready. As Jesus taught us, we've been looking, I've been starting off pretty well, kicking off with this verse uh, for the past three months in Matthew chapter 24, verse 44, where Jesus says, Therefore be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not. So stop trying to think about the hour because he says, you're not going to, you're just going to mess up on it. Mess up on it. So he says, in such an hour as you think not, he said, the Son of Man cometh. So this is what we are talking about. Resurrection. We're talking about um, being caught up last week. As I was preaching, it says, be prepared. If you're prepared, you will be caught up. You won't be caught off. Guard. Amen. A lot of people will be caught up. They'll be caught by surprise. But if you are, we, I talked about Noah. He was a righteous man, the Bible says, and Noah was ready. It took him 100 years to get ready, but he was ready. God was patient. Amen. God could have sent some angels. Hey, Gabriel, Michael, get down there. Help, help Noah out. But you know, Noah, was, he was on his own on this. 100 years, his neighbors had to get ready. And when God moved, there was no turning back. So we're going to look at this today. Praise God. Bear this example in mind as we begin to read. I'm going to go into the New Testament. If you notice the title, Then Come at the End, and I put as a subtitle, Faint Not. And we're going to read this in Luke chapter 18. The words of Jesus Christ. He gave us a parable for a reason. Now, for the past six weeks or so, I've been talking about the kingdom of God. There's two kingdoms. We looked at the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6. You can read verses 9, 10, 11. You get to verse 13. Thy kingdom come, the second line. We get to the last line of that prayer for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and forever. So we've been talking about the kingdom of God. And even as we take communion, which reminds me, we should have communion within the next couple of weeks, but I've been wanting to get to this passage because even as we, every time we take communion, you look at the, what we call the last supper. If you want to step outside of the scriptures in a, a, just as short as possible with a short leash, we call it the last supper. The last time that Jesus ate, and you can read this in Matthew chapter 26, if you read verses 28 and 29, for uh, Jesus said he had the cup, the cup was in his hand. Picture this, his 12 disciples, they were in an upper room, they were on the second, the second floor, and he has the cup in his hand, and he says now, he says, this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many, not everyone, but shed for many, amen, for the remission of their sins. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this cup, Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, I know God, Father, you can take this cup and you can just, I can just sidestep my way around this cup. But he says, it's not my will, it is thy will be done. And he he, he did drink of this cup. There was blood which was shed for the remission of our sins. But, verse 29, but Jesus says, I say unto you, he says, I will not drink. You and I will, we will not drink. We will not partake of food together. You know, I will not be Uh, Partaking of the fruit of the vine until listen to the last part of this verse in Matthew chapter 26, until that day when I drink it new with you. Where? Not on the second floor of a a, we call it the upper room of a house that was prepared for the Passover. Uh, It's gonna be a little bit higher than that. He says, In my father's kingdom. Hallelujah, you can read this. Matthew 26. We read this off every time we have communion. The pastor, the preacher, or the the elder, or the deacon will read these verses and we take the partake of the cup and we drink the fruit of the vine and we break the bread and read this. But are you aware that throughout the communion passages, we're talking about the kingdom? Amen? Jesus is saying, my Father's kingdom. That's why... I I don't know, sometimes I sit at home during the week and I meditate or I'm listening to the preaching from the previous Sunday and I'm going, we're talking about the kingdom. Even my brother, we're having fellowship this week. He's been hearing a lot of talk about the end times. Oh, maybe that's because some folks just aren't ready and you need to hear it. I mean, I thank God that, that our church is open. We don't have barricades or fences put up in front, you know, the law against us. I pray for peace. I pray for God. Just keep us covered. Go, go inspect somebody else. Keep it Because we need to preach the Word of God. I want to do this without interruption. I want to do this without people, you know, getting in the way or any distractions so that we can be ready. It is important, Jesus said, Be ye therefore ready. Hallelujah, I repeat that verse again. We should all know this by heart. So, last week, I mentioned there's some people that are preparing to escape as if they're going to get out at the last minute, but I'm preparing to endure because Jesus said, and we read this scripture um, in the go to last week's verses. It was verses 13 and 14, that verse that, uh, that escaped me. He's um, in, the, I got to get the chapter. Here we go again. Praise God. Matthew chapter 24, verse 13, he says, He that endureth unto the end, for the same shall be saved. And now Jesus uses very similar words to, um, to the title, which I have, if you take notice, which I have written, then come at the end. If you read Matthew 24 and verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So my my teaching or rather my title comes from Paul's epistle which we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 24, then come at the end. So I said, there's a title that will stand out. And somehow this week we're over 600 views on last week's preaching in the English language. That's a lot of people that have listened, whether they listen for 10 minutes or they listened the whole time, or maybe you listened for two or three times. But we're over 600 views. So then come at the end, or I could have named it as Jesus said, then shall the end come. And this is where we're at. Praise God. We're before. Amen. And this is important as we get ready to read Luke chapter 18. I want you to open up your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Share this link. It's worth it. Share this link. So I already shared it. Share it again. Get people. Praise God for where where we should be for the next hour or so. And we're going to begin reading from Luke chapter 18. And while you're at it, read chapter 17 sometime this week. Hallelujah. While we're reading the scriptures, I won't get into it. But read chapter 17, which kind of sets up it sets up verse uh, chapter eighteen. It sets up the conditions in chapter eighteen where Jesus says he speaks unto them to this end, for, the, for this reason. If I'm reading from a King James version, if you need a little bit of understanding, Luke eighteen verse one, and Jesus spake a parable unto them to this end, for this reason, for this purpose. Jesus just wasn't shooting the breeze. He wasn't talking about the weather. It wasn't a good time to talk about who won the game last night. Come on. And he spake, unto them, he spake a parable unto them to this end that. Hallelujah. Amen. Read these words carefully. This is very important. That men and women ought always to pray. And the last four words of this verse I have underlined. They are critical, Jesus says, and not to faint. That's the subtitle. My, the, my, my main title is, then come at the end. The end is coming. We're not there yet. We're before all that. But Jesus says, now you ought always to pray and not to faint. So these last four words, that are important, they're critical. Now comes the parable. This is what he says, verse 2. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in the same city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary, or adversary. And he would not, for a while. Someone say, for a while. Praise God. That's where we're at. We're in that for a while period. Remember, this is a parable. But afterwards, he says unto himself, he says within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wears me out, she weary me. And the Lord said, now Jesus says, this is the parable, I'm, this is a little parable that I'm giving you. He says, that hear what the unjust judge saith, the man who hath no regard for God, the man who hath no regard for his fellow men, fellow women, and shall not God, now verse 7, Jesus asks a question. He says, and shall not God avenge, or sorry, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Thy kingdom come. Jesus is when you pray, thy kingdom come. You want to get out of here? Call down the kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Amen. If you're not ready, then don't pray for that. Get ready first. So that the kingdom, when Jesus comes, that you be not be found like five foolish virgins showing up. They were ready, but then they weren't ready. And this is important. All these examples that I've been bringing up, we're going to read today where we have to be in a position to be ready. Verse 8, Luke chapter 18, verse 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, talking about his father. Nevertheless, I have the second half of this verse is completely underlined in my text. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, and this is what we've been talking about, we've been talking about the resurrection of the dead, those who are asleep at the sound of the trump. When Jesus comes, there'll be a blast. He's not coming in secret. Some people talk about a secret rapture. They, I'm going to use the religious term because that's what they call it, that's what they say. Amen. They talk about it's not going to be secret. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be, this is going to be done. Hallelujah. In full view, the Bible says. Praise God. How God's going to manage that? God is God, and I thank God. He is God. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith. Someone say faith. Shall he find faith on the earth? Not Pentecostal faith. Not Baptist faith. Not faith because you're a Mormon or Catholic faith. I know I ask people, say, are you saved? Yeah, I'm Pentecostal. Well, that's not what I asked you. Are you, sa- are you washed in the blood? Remember what we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. I'll read it again for those of you who didn't join. I read it right off the top of this program. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. A lot of good people have walked the face of this earth, but only one man, his name is Jesus, shed his blood for the remission of our sins. And now when he comes back, Jesus is saying, uh, "There's, there's, a, and Jesus set this up. He said there's going to be famines, there's going to be wars, there's going to be, you know, all kinds of nations up, rising up against nations. There's going to be pestilence in the, which we have, COVID, and the Spanish flu and the Chinese flu, and we got all kinds of different flus that are running. Away. All they're, they're all there, but we remember when we read in Revelation chapter 13 that there's going to be a, a, a huge deception, a, a massive deception that is going to take place in this world when the Antichrist, that's capital A, not the little Antichrist running around today, the spirit of the Antichrist, but the, the Antichrist himself, when he will force uh, his ways upon the entire world. And the Bible says that all the people, all the world will be deceived. So now Jesus, when he's saying, he says, I'm going I'm to give you this parable. And that he says that you need to pray. He says cease not. Verse 1. Go back to Luke 18. He says, man, you ought always to pray. Now if you go back into Matthew chapter 6, he tells us how to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now he's telling you you got to pray over and over and over again. Praise God. So we don't, I know we can memorize this prayer, but prayer goes beyond just these few words. We're not going to turn into a turn this into a religious routine, but he says, I'll give you an example how to pray. Pray for the kingdom that it comes. Pray that the will of God be done upon this earth as it is in heaven. Pray that you're fed daily with his word, with his, with his life giving word of God. Pray that your sins be, your trespasses, amen, be forgiven, praise God. As you forgive others, you in turn will be forgiven, praise God. Once you're forgiven, hallelujah, Jesus says, now pray that you fall not, amen, be not led into temptation. You see how everything is done in a neat uh, precise uh, order that god has given us this is how we pray for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen that's how you pray now a little later on jesus now i taught you how to pray now i'm going to tell you to don't stop praying amen there's a reason as we read he says i speak this parable unto them he said he spoke this parable unto them to this end he had a reason hallelujah Praise God. When I read this, I want to know what that reason is. Amen. Jesus, there was a reason why he's going to come along with this parable, give us this example as far as something happening on the face of this earth, and then he turns around after four or five verses, talks about an ungodly and unjust judge. Then he turns around and he says, now let's talk about a judge, my Father in heaven, who is just. Hallelujah. Praise God as the Bible teaches us. Praise God. So he's there in his righteousness, speaking of his Father. And then Jesus says, Now when the Son of Man returns, shall he find faith? Now what does this tell me? What does this tell you at home? Amen. If Jesus is coming back to look for faith, you better have a pocket full of faith. Amen. A heart full of faith, a mind full of faith. Amen. You better have your hands full of faith, cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I got a book full of faith, words of spirit and words of life. Hallelujah. How do you hear? How do you get faith? Amen. Don't forget about all those things that we hear religious people. You know, you hear all these nice, you know, sermon titles, you know, four steps to faith and four ways to have faith and eight ways to get faith and six more steps of for whatever. And we have all these things, the four. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. I've been, people have shared links with me and told me, go, this preacher's going to tell you how to have faith in 20 minutes in. He still hasn't told me that faith cometh by hearing. Amen. Say it at home. Faith cometh by hearing. What are you listening to now? Amen. If you jump into Hebrews chapter 11 at the start, it says, now faith. Amen. I quote this scripture often. Read it if you have to. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith. Amen. You need faith when? Now. Now. Amen. Some people say, well, no, that, that word now, that just, it's a transition out of Hebrews chapter 10, and it transitions us into the next chapter, because you know very well there was not really chapters or anything. I don't care if it's a transitional word or whatever. It says, still says now. Now is now. Amen. Well, you want to tag it on to, to the last, to the end of 10, or if you want to put it on the beginning, you put it where you want, but it says now. faith. It still says now, and I'm glad it says now, because I need faith when? Now. Someone say now. Hallelujah. So he says, now faith is. That's the first word I have underlined. Well, actually, I have now underlined faith is, and I underlined is. Now faith is, not it's going to be, it is. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone say it is. The substance. I underlined that word. Now is substance. Those three words I have underlined. What is substance? Something that is real. Real. Amen? Something that is, it's something that exists. Hallelujah. That's why you need faith. Praise God. The main reason why you need faith is because when Jesus comes back, he's going to be looking for faith. I don't want to be overlooked. I, I don't want Jesus to pass me by. Amen? Because he's looking for faith. So if you don't have faith, he'll pass you by. I'm looking for faith. I'm not looking for whatever you got. You may have religion. You may have denomination. You may have ritual. You may have routine. You may have nothing. You may be atheist. You may be agnostic. Do you have faith? You may be Pentecostal. You may be Baptist. You may be Mormon. You may be Jehovah. The lists are long. Presbyterian, Anglican, New Anglican. There's a long list of Jesus only. The, the, I, anyways, enough of marketing for the other for the rest. He's looking for faith. This is what is important. Even sitting in this church, whatever name you want to put on. You may have, I belong to Miracle Temple. Good for you. That's not going to help you at the end. You may be hearing truth. You may be hearing, maybe in the right place to get some truth and some preaching. You need faith. Jesus Christ is coming to look specifically for faith. Wherever you are in this world, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he says, will the man, and even... I don't know if, I I don't want to read into anything that I shouldn't be reading to, but he asks, he questions. He says, shall the, shall the Son of Man find faith? It's not that he's doubt, because there's no doubt in Jesus Christ, but he's saying, when all this, all the deception, all the wiles of the devil, and this is what we've been looking at, trying to stop us from, you know, shutting the churches down and go over here and do this and wear a mask and wear two masks and wear three masks and wear a mask in your house. We're told so many kinds of things and all it is, now I may be paranoid, but I'm paranoid for a good reason because what's at stake is my soul. Amen. So when I look at all these little details and things that are happening, it's all the devil that's behind this. Amen. He's seeking whom he may may devour seeking like a roaring lion. He's looking for somebody to devour. Amen. And he's trying his best to devour, to kill, to rob, to destroy. He's a thief, is what Jesus said. The devil is a thief. He's after my soul. If he can get to my faith, if he can rob it and whittle it down and erode it away in such a way where all of a sudden I'm without faith... I'm reading Hebrews chapter 11. If you get into the sixth verse, it says, "Now he says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's verse six. So you either have faith or you're without faith. And like I said, don't put a tag faith into the name of a church or a group or, or an organization. Faith which cometh by hearing what you are hearing right now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. If you don't have that faith, you're not going to see much. But now, with this faith, and it says, it is the substance of things hoped for. Without hope, you're dead. They mean, Christ in you is the hope of glory. And it takes faith to walk around and say, see me? Christ is in me. That takes faith. Because people without faith, they'd be sitting there, They'd be putting on their bifocals and their trifocals and their whatever focals trying to see Christ. Hallelujah. So now that becomes my conversation, as the old King James word says, or the way I live. So that when they look at me, Paul says, they don't see me. They see Christ. It is no longer I that liveth, but it is Christ that liveth in me. Amen. I hope you know these scriptures. Praise God. And my sister Kina, I'll try to slow down so you can post them up fast enough, but hallelujah. Be anointed with the Holy Ghost to copy and paste. Praise God. So that we have the understanding that in me, someone say in me. In me. Hallelujah. So you walk around, Christ in you is the hope of glory. Now, if any man, if any woman be in Christ, see, this is where it works. Began off in Ephesians chapter 2, the 13th verse. Hallelujah, saying, well, we're in Christ, in me, I in him, he in me. Praise God for the blessing that we have to live this way. Amen. Takes faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So we begin to say, we begin to pronounce, or I do anyways. Say it. I've got joy. Amen. I've got peace. Thank you, brother. I've got peace at home. Say it. Joy, my brothers and sisters. I've got peace. I've got joy. I've got health. Amen. I don't have amen. What, what is the use just repeating what the devil is attacking you with? I ache, I'm poor, I lost my job. Well, it gets you nowhere. Amen. May as well, you may as well put your faith to work, and instead of just repeating whatever is going on, everybody's sick, everything's tough. Oh, okay, you know, whatever. Amen. Change your profession, change what you're confessing, line it up with the scriptures. Praise God so that we can quote what thus saith the Lord instead of just running around and just announcing what the devil is doing. Amen. Give God praise and give God glory. Amen. By putting your faith, faith without works. James says, show me faith. Show me your faith by your works. Prove that you have faith by what you're doing, by what you're saying. Not just sit there and say, I got faith. Boo hoo, God hasn't come my way for 10 years. Amen. The buddy lying by the pool of Siloam, he said, I got faith. He says, it's like, man, I've been laying here for 30 years, but somehow I got some faith that somebody once, eventually, somebody before I die, hopefully, somebody will come along and push me in the water after the angel stirs the waters. Amen. He didn't realize who he was talking to at that moment. Amen. But thank God for his obedience when he says, you know what? You need to stop waiting, pick up your bed, you know, rise up and go home. Praise God. Amen. And he did it. Even though religion told him you can't do it because it's the wrong day to be carrying a bed, he picked up his. He did. He obeyed, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He obeyed the word of God that he heard. Hallelujah. His ears were open to hear. Amen. Even though he didn't recognize real. Who said that? I don't know. It doesn't make a difference. Amen. Praise God. All I know is for 30 years I've been laying, 30 some years I've been laying by here and nothing happens. I just see the angel come, the water gets stirred, somebody gets in before me and I got to lay down to the next season. Amen. But thank God when Jesus came with a word and the man acted upon that word. Hallelujah. So begin to confess. I've got joy. I've got peace. Amen. Say it. Amen. For by this the elders obtained a good report. Verse 2. Hebrews chapter 11 and the second verse. For by this the elders obtained a good report. How? By faith. When you read chapter 11, pay attention to the words faith when they show up. You're going to read in Hebrews chapter 11, you're going to read now faith, one. And you're going to read through faith, two. And you're going to read in faith, three. And you're going to read by faith, four. So you're saying, what am I supposed to do with You know, how how is my faith work? How do I put my faith to work? Well, now faith, through faith, by faith, and in faith. There's five different ways, or five, they're not levels, but there's five ways that faith is put to work. I just gave you the four good ones. The fifth one, not so good. I'll repeat it. If you're taking notes, you go through and read the chapter, and every time you see the word faith, what precedes it is either now faith, through faith, by faith, or in faith. Now, the fifth thing you're going to see is, verse 6, without faith. That's the one we don't want. I want my faith to be now faith, by faith, hallelujah, through faith, and in faith. And then you can read what they did by faith. They conquered by faith. They, 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 they stared death in the face. Amen. By faith. You can read what, the, what the, the, the testimony or the report, in French it uses the word testimony, in English it uses the word report. Verse 2, it says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Now, having a good report is necessary. Let me continue to read verse 3. And here's our first example. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were made of things which do appear. Read it again. Verse 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made. I knew something. It didn't sound right. I forgot the word not. So erase what I said before. We're going to read it correctly. Verse 3, as I was reading it, I said, something didn't sound right. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Someone say the Word of God. Hallelujah. What's in your hands? In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I still got it in my hands. Amen. It's written on my heart. Praise God. Amen. It's in my mind. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Word of God. So that things which are seen were made of things which do not appear, which are not seen. Amen? That's faith. So he says, God, he says, the faith, he says, I'm just asking you. We're made in God's image. And God spoke. God didn't see anything. He just spoke the Word. Let there be light. And ooh, there was light. Amen? God spoke. Hallelujah. He spoke things into existence. This is how God created. The Word is, has creative abilities. The Word has creative powers. Call those things which are not as if they are. That's how Abraham walked. Now we get into verse 4. By faith. So we've already read now faith, by faith, or rather through faith, by faith. And you you read, and then further down in the chapter, there's an example of in faith. By faith, verse 4. Hebrews 11, verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, Abel is dead, yet we still talk about Abel. Hallelujah. Why? Because Abel had a good report. And what do you do with a good report? You talk about a good report. Amen. Amen. I need, we need to be listening to the Word of God being preached, because that's where you get faith from. And we need faith. This is already established. One, Jesus is coming back. Two, he's going to be looking for faith. Three, you and I, we need faith. Amen. We better have faith at the time that Jesus comes. Amen. Now, by faith, Abel offers, this is verse four, unto God a more excellent sacrifice. And he obtains witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And of it being dead, we're still talking about his good report. This is a good report. Thank you, sister. This is a good report by faith Abel offered. No faith, he end up serving God like Cain, his murderous brother. Amen. But Abel, by faith... Cain was just, I don't know, by his own thinking, by his own religion. I don't know what, it was, what he was up to. But God being a forgiving God, God came to Cain. Hey, Cain, something wrong, man. You messed up. Why don't you serve me like your brother? Cain, Cain got, a, he got a second opportunity given to him. Okay, I got nothing to do. Cain just refused it all. And with this murderous spirit, and he took it, He said, I'll, take my, I'll remove my brother from the picture. But he could have turned around and did right had he repented, But Abel says, we're talking about Abel. Let's talk about Abel, I guess, by faith. Good report. We're talking about the good report. Let's keep going, Lincoln. By faith, Abel offered. Verse 5. By faith. And this is important. Verse 5 is the scripture. One of the scriptures today that I want to lay on this foundation that I've been laying on. Verse 5. Hebrews 11. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Here's our first example of someone who was caught up translation translated as if you want to call it rapture you can call it rapture if you translated a word that's translated again into in english language you end up with rapture the bible says we shall be caught up in this instance by faith enoch was translated why i just read it if i was reading too fast read it again hebrews chapter 5 why was he translated this is important i've been preaching this for a month By faith, so you need faith. No faith, no translation. No being caught up. So, by faith, read it with me. Hebrews 11, I want you to read. Thank God for my sister or my brother posting scriptures in the comment section. We need to read together. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Hallelujah. That's why he was translated. So he's not going to die. The wrath of God was being poured out upon this earth. And God says, you're a righteous man. I'll take you out. Hallelujah. When we read the scriptures, these are examples that we have. So we know that, God, that Jesus is coming back. And the faith that Enoch was a man, he was a man of faith. And he was translated to avoid death. He, will not, he would not see death. And Enoch comes back. We see him coming back. And he's going to come back prophetically as well. We can get into that teaching. But for today... It's important, that verse 5, for by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. So now God did it for Enoch. I'm sitting, I'm waiting for my time. We looked at these scriptures last week where this mortality will put on immortality, where this corruption will become incorruptible, where there will be a change, hallelujah, that will transcend death. Amen. Jesus Christ, who is more than a conqueror, they put him in a grave. The grave couldn't hold him. They rolled a stone in front of the doorway. That didn't stop him. He came out. Amen. If you want to go visit people's graves, well, you can't visit where he lays because he is no longer laying there. That was only a, a, a physical resting place for a few hours while he was taking care of business, while he went to set at liberty the captives, while he was going to show the devil, the Bible says triumphantly, that I have the power to lay down my life, and I've got the power to take it up again. And death was conquered. Death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? It has been nullified by Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's what the grave was all about. Amen. I know people that have gone. They've visited the grave. They've been prayed. They've been on their knees in their tombs. If, if that really is the place, I've got nothing wrong with that. But it's not something that entices me. It's not something that I need to see. Because he that was in that grave is in me. He that came out of that grave is in me. He that was, was dead for a few hours, he, he, was, he was nailed to a cross. But they, like I said, they laid him in a grave. The prophet prophesied. He said he's going to lay down amongst rich people. He never had a grave. He never had a funeral plan. Hey, amen. They never showed up and saying, well, well, now what funeral home? Who's taking care? Is he going to be cremated or is he going to be buried? He didn't have a plan. But I'm bar- uh, the, the uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, the, 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 uh, Arrhythmia. He's from Arrhythmia. I know where he's from. I can't figure his name. Somebody put it in the comment section. He came up and he says, Listen, give me the body. He was a rich man. He could afford a nice place because deserving of a nice place. Amen. Just for a few hours. And they put him in there, like I said. Hey, amen. But that didn't stop him. Hallelujah. They even put the stone in front and they even put some centurions so nobody goes in and nobody comes out. But that didn't stop them. Amen. Are you with me? Praise God. I don't know how many a centurion because they always debate is it's 20 or 12 or, or I don't care if there's a hundred Roman soldiers all it took was two angels to show up and you're gone. You're out. Hallelujah. We're out of here. It says Now we're in trouble because the duty that we were given, we were given an assignment and we failed. We were told not to let anyone in. We were told not to let anyone out. But Jesus Christ came out. Praise God. When Mary and Martha showed up Amen. I don't know how much faith was working that morning, but they said, well, let's come. We'll take care of his, You know, we'll do what traditionally, what we normally do. And they had some herbs and spices. They wasted their money, but they showed up Hallelujah. And they showed up to an empty grave. Amen. Someone ought to say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. For fulfilling the will of his, the will of his father. Praise God. Upon my behalf. Amen. The Bible says that he took my sin. Praise God. And since we're speaking of faith, praise God. I thank God. Amen. That we can look at what Jesus Christ has done for you and I today. Praise God. Amen. Are you blessed with this? Hallelujah. I want to get a scripture. Praise God. I've been talking about what Jesus said. This is Matthew chapter 8 verse 17. He says that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself he took our infirmities and he bore our sickness and you can read the next verse in Matthew chapter 8 verses 17 and 18 but listen to what Jesus Christ came What the will what he had to accomplish on the cross where it says and he came himself. Someone say himself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. This was not anybody else, and I've named the names, and I won't repeat them now. This is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He came Himself, and He took our infirmities. Praise God. That's why when the devil comes and tries to lay something on me, he says, "Uh uh-uh, Jesus took it. I don't want it back. Amen. I was born in sin. I was born short of the glory of God. I was born in sickness. I was born with all the hereditary diseases my mom and dad had. Second generation, fourth generation, four generation. The Bible speaks about four generations and ten generations to go back. And if you go to your doctor, which is more than likely an atheist than an unbeliever, he'll st- start talking to you about four generations. He'll get biblical on you. Amen. A little bit of pain. Well, did Uncle Billy Bob have that, you know, t- two generations back? What's, what's his story? All of a sudden, the doctor who doesn't believe in God doesn't believe in miracles, he gets biblical, goes back. Well, hey. That's what God says. He says, you want to live under the curse? This is how you're going to be cursed. It's going to go back and become a generational thing. Amen. But if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have the faith that what Jesus Christ did. Are you saved? Amen, sister? Look. Are you saved? Amen, brother. Are you saved? Amen. We all sit there, all of you. Are you a Christian? Amen, I can ask that question. I you will know, say, oh yeah, I'm saved. I'm Christian. Oh yeah. Baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, are you saved? Bro, Are you saved? Now I'm going to ask you, amen. Saved by who? Jesus Christ. That's the answer. I mean, give me the answer. Saved by who? Jesus Christ. Are you healed? Yes. Amen. It's like a quarter, just a slight bit of, amen. Yes, are you saved? Yes, I am. Are you healed? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's the same Savior. Same work. If Salvation was accomplished on the cross. So my healing was. He took my infirmities. I don't have them anymore. devil comes. He tries to give it back. He says, I don't want this. Back off. Amen. That's how we talk to the, to, the, to the devil. Amen, brother. Are you saved? Are you healed? Amen. Again, there's a slight little, oh, I think so. Because the flesh is reminding you, saying, oh, what about that migraine? What about that circulation problem? What about that? Begin to confess it. He came and he took our infirmities. He took them. Amen. I he took them. Praise God. I'm looking for somebody. There, sister. Give me your phone. Thank you. See? I took her phone. Call somebody on your phone. You can't, because I took her phone. Here's your phone back. Amen? So have that in mind. So when Jesus came and he took what I don't want, You want to be sick, You be sick. go ahead and be sick all day long. I don't want to be sick because he took my infirmities. I don't have to be. The devil is there trying to let me be. I'm just trying to put some faith on the table. I'm laying it on the table. Here it is, book full of faith. I'm laying it in front of you so you can sit there and say, you know what, I want some of that. I want to accept, I want to receive what you're saying. I want to, this is, I'm hearing you say it, and I want my ears to be open so that it comes into me, and this is what I want to receive. This is the way I want to. Talk to the mountains, Jesus said, and they'll be moved. I don't care if the mountain's growing on your flesh. Talk to it so it falls off. Amen. A mountain is something that blocks. It blocks your faith. It blocks, your, your, it, it blocks you from serving God. It slows you down. You're, you're, you're not financially as successful as you can be because of, of a mountain. Amen. This is what Jesus said. Speak unto the mountain and it shall be moved into the sea. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you know what I'm talking about. When things show up, Jesus came. He took those infirmities. I don't want it. Jesus took it. Hallelujah. I'm not carrying it any longer. Amen. This is the faith that we have. Amen. If I'm talking about faith, I may as well go all the way. Hallelujah. As far as faith is concerned today. Blessed be his holy name. Are you with me? Now by faith, let me, did I finish? I didn't finish verse five. Hebrews 11 verse five. Hallelujah. A sip of water. I'm going to catch my breath. Praise God. Someone say by faith, through faith, hallelujah, amen, in faith, now faith, hallelujah, verse five, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, that's what we're getting ready for, been teaching on this for a couple of weeks, couple of months, he was not found because God had translated him, so that's the first half, now we get into the second half and this is important, I'm going to take my time. So we got the semicolon. If you're reading from the King James, it kind of, it, there's a pause. Hebrews chapter 11, verse five. For, before. Now, I don't know, you need to underline that word, before. In French, we've, it said avant. In English, before. If you're reading, like, in, in, if it's digital or whatever, underline it, make it red, blue, make it flash. Because this is important. Hebrews 5, verse 11, or rather, Hebrews 11, verse 5. I'll repeat, Hebrews 11, verse 5. For before his translation, now this is where you and I are at. We have the example, and there's other examples in the Bible of those who were translated. Old Testament and New Testament. And we can look at that if you have to, but just, just read. Show me you can read. Now, before he was translated, that's where you and I are at today. We're at the before part. Jesus has the promise. I'm coming back. We're going to read. The angels will gather the elect from one end of the earth to the next. We'll be gathered. And to, Jesus said, we're not, "I'm not going to, you and I, we're not going to drink. We're not going to share a cup until we do it in my Father's kingdom. So we're, there's plans for it to get out of here. Amen. There's plans for us to get out. Can't tell you the day. Can't tell you the day. Can't tell you the hour. But we're getting out. If you're ready, we're out of here. I'm just a stranger. I'm just a pilgrim. I'm not here to stay. I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm not pitching a tent. Amen. I'm not setting up house. I'm walking through it. If you all want to go camping in the valley of the shadow of death for a while, go right ahead. I'm going to keep on walking. Hallelujah. I'm going to press towards the mark for the prize. Praise God. Verse 5, the second half. Now before his translation. Now this rules out purgatory. Because there's no, like, waiting room where the priest will light some candles if your aunt, whoever, you know, pays for... I'm not going to get into it, but that doesn't work. Before, that, this is where you and I come in. This is where we are at today, and this is what's important. Before his translation, was he translated? Yes. Was he removed off the face of this earth? Yes. Amen. Before he was translated... Some of you are sitting there saying, Who else got translated? Elijah. Amen. He was, and then he was. Amen. Philip, get into the New Testament. Philip, New Testament, baptizes the Ethiopian. Where's Philip? Gone. It says, Philip, you need to be expressly removed to the next place to evangelize. Amen. Jesus upon the mount. Amen. we see the disciples, Peter, John, and James. They see these men who were, amen, no, they were, like, like um, let me turn this off. Like the Bible says in verse 5, he was translated and was not found. He's gone. Because God translated him. Now, before he was translated, let's look at the before. Because that's where you and I are at today. Before resurrection, before the return of Christ. Amen. We have all the signs Jesus said there's going to be nations and disputes and famines and pestilences and wars and rumors of wars. That is all happening. That's, we're right in the middle of all that. We're, but we're still in the before. Before his translation, he had this testimony or the good report that we read in verse 2. Amen. He had this testimony. He had this report. That The last three words underline it that he pleased God. He pleased God when before he was translated. When God says, I can take him out because he is a God pleaser, he is not a man, he's not someone who's just pleasing the Pope or pleasing his neighbor or pleasing whoever, he is pleasing God. Amen. So God says, I can deal with him a little differently than I will deal with everybody else whom I'm all about to drown in the deluge or in the flood. But let's get Enoch out of the way. This is a foretaste. This is giving me a a look of what is going to take place for the promise that I have to be caught up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, and they who shall remain shall be caught up uh, in a twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. Amen. To meet him in the air, the Bible says. Praise God. Amen. And then it won't be the last supper, it'll be the first supper. Hallelujah. How? By faith. Read verse 5. By faith. So we need, I need you, need faith. I need faith. Do you need faith? I need faith. Praise God! I need to hear faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I mean, sometimes I tune into things, and sometimes my wife helps quite often because I begin to murmur. But I'll be listening. Yeah, she just heard it. If you didn't hear the amen, there was a big, loud amen that came from behind me. Because sometimes I'm listening to things, and it's not faith. It's things that make me faint. There's Dr. Tammy, and she's up there, and she's telling me, do this, wear a mask, wear two masks. Dr. Fauci telling his, singing his stories. And, all that. and I'm sitting there and saying, oh, man, if I keep listening to this, I'm about to faint. It's about to wear me out. And I say, hey, hang on for a second. You're the preacher. You're the guy. I know, but same flesh. We all have the same flesh. And I'm sitting there listening to this and say, I need to take, a, like, I need to take authority over this, amen, lest we faint. Jesus says, you need to pray without ceasing. And he says, I don't want any of you to faint, that ye faint not. So so my ears that are listening to things, all kinds of things, bombarded with all kinds of things upon the face of this earth, coming at me from every direction, because that's how the devil is. I need to decide... Because my soul is at stake, what I am going to listen to. I don't want to listen to fear. One mask is not enough. Where to? You need a 95 to put on top of a whatever. I, just, you can tell I don't pay much attention. Faith. I wrote in the margin of my Bible, and some of you, if you're taking notes, you can do that too. You can write. Hey, remember, I know by faith, in faith, and such, but you can write in your Bibles, faith or Faint. No faith, you'll faint. That's what I wrote in my Bible. I'm sitting there saying, Jesus says, I'm going to do this, that you may have faith. And No faith, you're going to faint. And Jesus says, faint not. Amen. This is judgment that begins in the house of God. I'm not pointing to somebody walking on on the sidewalk on the way to the club or on the way to the pub. These are people that have been, you're there, you're in that place. You have something to faint over. You have something to lose. The sinner that's still a sinner that hasn't come to repentance. He had nothing to lose. He's still on his way to hell. And if he doesn't change, if he doesn't do something, that's where he's going to end up. But I'm taught the devil is after you and I to take, a, to take what God has given us that to, to rob us. Amen. I mentioned a couple of names. These doctors that come on saying they have an idea for one week and an idea the next week. And they tell you something that's, you know, half-truth or whatever. And I begin to listen to these things, not for long, because it makes me weary. I begin to faint. My burden gets heavy. Amen. That's why, like I said, we have a radio station on the internet that plays preaching. Put it up loud so that it buries these naysayers. Telling us that, you know, I'm not hearing faith. I need to hear faith, because when Jesus Christ comes back, he will be looking for Faith. I don't need to hear the devil. I don't need to listen to something that sounds demonic, sounds like a devil. I say this sometimes when people come with their doubts. Amen. And then you begin to fear. This is where, amen, the devil trips us up. You love the truth? Hallelujah. You love the word of God? John says in his in epistle, 1 John 4, I think it's verse 18, he said, where, where he says that there is no fear in love, but he says, perfect love casteth out fear. That's the first half of that verse. It'll show up in the comments in a couple, 1 John 4, verse 18. Why? Fear hath torment. Like I said, you listen to these people, they tormenting me. And, and if it's not the news, if it's your show that you got to watch or your movie that you're going to, people watch all kinds of things. And you sit there and, and it puts you into a comatose state because you, you begin to associate with them. Yeah, that's all right. Everybody goes through that. Everybody's going to die. Yep. Three out of five men are going to die with cancer. Four out of five women are going to get breast cancer. Three two out of two, two. And we have all these kinds of things just thrown at, thrown out. us. And pretty soon you're looking for, you need a walking stick because you're heavy laden, heavy burdened. Amen. Remember Jesus Christ came and he took it. Amen. It's the devil's if you want to, if you want to, it's the devil's job, amen, I just to keep repeating it and having us swallow it. I don't read in the Bible where Eve told Lucifer, let me think about it. I'll get back to you in t- tomorrow morning. Twenty, Give me 24 hours. Let me think about it. She should have thought about it. And she went home and somehow she convinced Adam. It's unfortunate because of this man, Adam, sin came into the world. How? By something that she heard. I don't know how many times she walked by that tree. Oh, don't touch can't touch. Oh, this looks good, my dear. What's on the menu today? This tree, this bush, this plant. Amen. But then Lucifer came with a different story, and somehow, amen, I don't know how he, what nice fancy words, tickled the ears a little bit, made it sound really good. She comes running home. Hey, honey deer, honey buns, look what I got in my hands. And it wasn't long. And we looked at this last week. If you didn't hear last week's teaching, go and listen to it. How everything was reversed. Where God had made Adam and he took Adam and he put him in the garden. There was Adam. He was in his place. Everything's changed now. I'm not in my place, but I do have a place. Because Jesus said, he said, I'm leaving this place because he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He says, be not troubled. He says, I will depart. Amen. These verses will appear in the comment section. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In John 14, he says, he said, let not your heart be troubled. He says, what I'm going to tell you is truth. He says, now I'm going to leave. He says, I'm going to go prepare you a place. So I've got a place. All i got to do is just to get there. That place is being prepared. And in order to get there, I need to be translated. I need to be caught up. Now before, going back to verse 5 in Hebrews 11, before, this is the example that we have. By the name of Enoch. Before his translation he had this testimony. He pleased God. Amen. What are you listening to? And it also changes how you confess as well. Amen. Because sometimes we, think, we hear things so often, we just, it just becomes innate. It becomes just naturally engraved or embedded within us, God forbid. Even sometimes doctrine, I've said things and, you know, elders, and I thank God, they have stand up in the church, say, where, where's that in the Bible? Oh, yeah, I'll get you. Like, give me five minutes, and I'll find it. Give me another 10 minutes, I'm still looking. Give me 15 minutes, go, where did I hear this thing from? Hey, Amen. I've been corrected because of things I heard in Sunday school, because of things I heard. some. Hey, yeah, and he's just, in, instead of verifying it, and you have certain points or certain things that aren't scriptural. I don't know where it comes from. It comes from the devil, I guess. It doesn't come from God. It comes from the devil. It's an either or. Hey, Amen thank God we have something to go back to and refer to. Hallelujah. Amen. My appeal is unto God, the highest authority. His word, praise God. Amen. And I'm not going to use my tongue to repeat what the devil has already done. Hallelujah. I've got a tongue and I'm going to make it move in God's favor. Are you with me today? Amen. I've got a tongue, and I'm going to make it move, praise God, on what does say the Lord, as it is written, hallelujah, and at home, amen, to do the same thing, to have, praise God, to create this testimony before translation. Amen. Fear hath torment. If you go back to 1 John four eighteen, but perfect love cast it out. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Fear be gone in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what the aunt had or the uncle had or mom had or your brother had or your sister had. I've got, now I've got Jesus. Amen. I was born with a sister. Or actually, my sister was born. So, what, you know, what I'm saying you're born into a family, brothers, sisters. I've got a new brother and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. I've got a new father. It comes with being born again. Hallelujah. Peter wrote to be newborn, hallelujah, and with this birth, praise God, amen, the birthright changes, my inheritance changes, hallelujah, the devil lost all of that, and he doesn't want you and I to have it, but I thank God, it's too late, praise God, the report that I have given is that Jesus Christ is in me, the greater one is in me, the more powerful one is in me, the stronger one is in me, hallelujah, then he that is in this world, Blessed be his holy name. And I thank God today, praise God, when I read this. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this is, this is where we fall short today. So many of us, we have not spending the time that we need as far as his bread, as far as, as, far as his flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ is concerned. Hallelujah. We're overtaken by the things of this world all of a sudden. We're a bunch of Marthas, Martha's running around in, the, in, a, in a kitchen where Jesus is sitting in the same house, ready to sow the seed, ready to preach the word of God as it is written, and we got something else to do. God forbid. Amen. Before. Hallelujah. I'm still in verse 5. Before. We're given a couple examples. Here in Hebrews. Through faith and by faith, verse 4, through faith, through faith, verse three, by faith, verse four, by faith, verse five. Let me get the verse faith, verse six, sorry. We get the verse six. We don't want that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. I don't have it in my notes, but I'm gonna read it because I'm missing a part. It'll show up in the in the comments section. Verse 6. Get the right chapter. Hebrews 11. In this short pause, share this link. Help me preach. Help me sow the seed. So we read verse 5, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please. Now verse 5 says, before he was translated, what did he do? He pleased by faith thank god for verse 6 i mean hebrews chapter 11 that's like this is god's these are this is god's holy roster of all the faiths of holy roster sorry this is god's roster of saved and sanct- you know people that were full of faith and accomplished what they did and we have a list it begins in verse 3 verse 4 verse 5 and then verse 6 is thrown in without faith Right after it says before he was translated, he pleased God. Amen. Now, what happens without faith? You can't please God. It's impossible. What does this tell me? Don't even bother trying. Impossible is impossible. It's not gonna work with your religious faith, your religious background, it's not going to work. Faith which up by hearing, hearing by the word of God. How does how they need to hear? How are they gonna hear? They need to hear by a preacher being sent. The gifts of God, amen. The apostle, the the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, the prophet, amen. These gifts which were given unto the church, one for the perfecting of the saints and for the working of the ministry. Hallelujah. All kinds of people running around with all kinds of titles, but you're far from being a gift of God. You're a curse is what you are, amen. But God's gift to the church, you can read this. These verses will show up in the comment section in Ephesians. God's gift to the church. And I thank God for these gifts. If we have the gifts of helps. Do you stand up and testify? If I don't read right, you say, hey brother, you missed the word. You forgot a word. Read it correctly. We're all in this together as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Christ being the head of the church. Hallelujah. It is Jesus Christ today which I lift up. Amen. Every purpose, every value, everything that I read today, it all points back to what Jesus Christ did and the teaching that he has given us today. Hallelujah. Through his word. Amen. Before Enoch was translated, he pleased God. And right away in verse six, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. Without faith, it is impossible. When Jesus Christ comes back, he's going to be looking for faith. Is he going to find faith your way? Amen. Amen. Keep listening. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. I'm reading some words. This program allows you, amen, I read as much scripture as I can. I recite as much of it as I can. Thank God for my sister and, and the help she gets from brothers and sisters that post the scriptures so that people can read the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. That people can know where, that your faith, amen, as I said, today our faith is going to grow. Hallelujah. Amen. My substance, praise God. I'm in fertile ground. Amen. My root is not dead. My root is not dying. I'm in a place, praise God, where my father, the husbandman, comes and he does some purging so I can bear some fruit and some more fruit. Hallelujah. I'm attached to a vine which is a true vine, not a false vine, but a true vine. His name is Jesus. Praise God. He says, I am the true vine, Ye are the branches. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I thank God today. Praise God that I can read what the Bible is teaching us. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Listen, I hope you're reading with me. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently Seek him. Hallelujah. What is your reward? Praise God. Blessed be the name of our Father in heaven. Hallelujah. People running around today, they don't, have, they don't take the time to seek God. Seek ye the Lord while he yet may be found. This day. Amen. I can't promise you a tomorrow. We need to seek now. Praise God. And having found, praise God. Do what you need to do to hold fast to what God has given us. Praise God. Amen. Today, I am in full liberty to preach the gospel, to read as it is written. Amen. There's no one coming, walking in here telling me to shut up. There's no one coming in here to telling me to to, to sit down or sit down and shut up. There's nobody telling me to put a mask on it. Amen. And I thank God and I give him all the praise and the glory. Praise God for where the spirit of the Lord is. There is that liberty. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be home by curfew because that's what I can do. Allow me to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified and I'll be home and and I'll be in bed by eight o'clock. There. Are you happy? Good. Just allow me to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. Allow me to lift up the son of man and he will draw all men and all women unto him that they may be saved. Praise God. No use getting into any kind of a conflict and to be shut down. I thank God today, praise God, that through this technology, through the the connections that we have, hopefully soon face-to-face, but in the meantime, amen, we're going to lift up. We're going to preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified because this is where I make my appeal. This is where I receive my authority through the Word of God, amen, that is alive in me, praise God, because His Word, amen, is life. Hallelujah. And I'm ready, because Jesus said, therefore be ye, be ye therefore ready. Hallelujah. Before, you can't get ready. It's too late to be ready after. What happened to the five foolish virgins in Matthew 25? They showed up too late. They were there for a while, but then they they ran out. They fainted. They were in a position, they were in a place to, 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 They were in the 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 marriage place to be married to the bridegroom, is what the Bible teaches us. But then something happened where they had to get ready all over again. They had to go back and get some supplies. Jesus says, "I need you to be ready." Once you get ready, you need to stay ready. Someone say, "Stay ready," not just getting ready, but you need to stay ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go back into Matthew chapter twenty-four been in and out of that chapter for a couple of months. We're going back to Matthew 24. The teachings of Jesus. We may have read the scripture last week, but it bears repeating. Jesus says, verse 29, he says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. We read what the prophet said. The sun's going to be confounded. The moon's going to go, oh, oh what's wrong with me? Well, we don't need you anymore. Glory, the the glory of your nighttime light is is, is, is being replaced. Hallelujah. What's his name? By Jesus Christ. So we looked at that a couple of weeks ago. If you missed that teaching, go listen to it. And the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Spoke about whatever will be shaken, it shall be shaken. I'll try to get you that reference. It's in Hebrews chapter 12. But I have a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Things are going to be shaken. Not everything gets shaken because we have a kingdom that shall not be shaken. That won't be shaken. But anything else. I said last week, you can take all, if you take all the money of Gates and take all the money of Bezos, Mr. Amazon, and you put all their money together and build whatever you wanted to build. If it's not the will of God, it's going to fall apart. Let's build ourselves a tower after the flood. This way, when the waters come and the waters rise, if it ever happens again, well, listen to God. God says, I won't do it again. So you're wasting your time and you're wasting your efforts building your tower, but they decided to build a tower anyways because they did not know the word of God. So there they are building a tower, and God says, I need to put a stop to this. And God put a stop to it. We looked at it last week where the disciple says, look at the architecture, a man-made wonder right downtown Jerusalem. Look at that. Jesus says, oh, stone upon stone, rock upon, it's all going to fall apart. It's going to be shaken. Then, verse 30, Matthew 24, then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, for thine is the power, thine is the glory. Amen. There's the prayer. Comes back. Hallelujah. How are you praying? And he shall send his angels with a great, sound it's going to be loud. Some people say the rapture is going to be like a private thing. It's like, the man's going to wake up in the morning, his wife be gone. Oh, I think the man's going to wake up before the wife leaves. There's going to be a commotion. She hears the trumpet, then she's gone. He says, what just happened? Hey, Amen. It's going to be a great sound. Hey, Amen. It's got to be a great sound. The dead folks are going to hear it. Hey, Amen. They're coming out. Amen. it's what Jesus said. He said, there's going to be a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the earth to the other. We shall be caught up. If you're ready, you will be caught up. You will not be caught off guard. Ye shall be caught up. Look, Enoch was translated, that he will see not death. I don't want to hang around here because it's all coming to naught. Paul said, the rather Peter said, the elements, they're going to burn. Amen. When, when, they, when things begin to shake... It's time for us to be gone. Amen? We need to have this understanding as we read this. I want to go back into Thessalonians. As Paul teaches the church, and in verse 2, rather chapter 2, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, it's interesting to see how Paul kind of, the insistence that he has Paul well, says, listen, I've written this to you, and when I was there, I've already told you this. I'm going to repeat it again. Stop being troubled. Now, we, 2 Thessalonians 2, beginning of the verse 1. Excuse me. Share this link while we're at it. About 10, 15 minutes or so, whatever, come to, a, to an end. I'm going to, I want to pray with you so that we know where we're going. Amen. We may not know when, but I know where. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise His holy name. I put out this disclaimer saying, I can't tell you the day, I can't tell you the hour. Jesus couldn't either. Can't tell you when. I'm doing all I can by the help of the Holy Ghost or with the help of the Holy Ghost to make sure that we are ready. Can someone say ready? Hallelujah. I know where, I just don't know when. Hallelujah. But I can't, I can't faint. Amen. I can't have a change of heart or a change of mind. In church, Something we call it backslide. Can't backslide. Amen. Can't go backwards. Can't even look back. Amen. Can't even... Even the Bible says, if you have Jesus, you two hands to the plow. He says, don't look back. So however you want to look at it, we need to press hallelujah. Like Paul said, praise God. So he writes to the church in Thessalonica. He says, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Savior is not there, by our Lord Jesus Christ. What am I talking about? For the past two, three weeks, I've been talking about the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, Paul says, I beseech you. Listen, he says, I'm begging. It's all fervency. It's, it's, it, this is important concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, our, this is beautiful. Amen. By our gathering together, saints, who's listening? John and Tina, thanks for joining with us. Seba Beach, gathering together. I'm not going to get on an airplane and, and, and subdue a four hour flight with a mask on. You get me to see? Gather, he's going to gather us together in a twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. Talking about the end. Then come at the end. This is what Jesus said. This is what we're looking at today. Amen. Welcome, Savannah, Susan, Barbara, Samantha, all those joining us. I'm so glad that you're with us. Praise God if we're in part two, but. Amen. We're still reading scriptures, so it's all good. I'm reading from 2 Thessalonians chapter two, verse one. It's beautiful. He says, "Now we beseech you." This is Paul writing to his church. He says, "Brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus is coming." Amen. And by our gathering together unto Him, this is beautiful. Amen. Marvelous, wonderful. How? Are we, whatever you, it's indescribable. Now listen to verse 2. That ye be not soon shaken in mind. Underline that word shaken. In French, it doesn't say the word soon. It says easily. That you'd be not so easily. In English, it said that you'd be not so soon shaken. He says, I've established you. I've given you the truth. And here you are. Somebody comes your way and you hear something. He said, I don't even want my preaching to bother you. Things I'm telling you because Jesus Christ is coming back. Now, some of you, you may disagree with this. She says, I don't want you to be troubled. Like I said, some people are sitting there watching it. And like I said, my wife helps me a lot. She turns it off. That's it for you. If you're going to talk back to those people that can't hear you, turning it off. And they trouble me because they tell me, one mask is not enough. Put a second one on. So many people, it's infection. Third wave, fourth wave, variants. Make your heads troubled. And like I said, no faith, we faint. That's what Jesus said. Faith or faint. Without faith, it's impossible. If you're just joining us, I spent a whole hour saying, we need faith because when Jesus Christ comes back, he will be looking for faith. And if you don't have faith, he won't see you. And you get stuck down here. And I don't want to be stuck down here. So we need faith. Paul picks up on this. He says, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and when he comes, there'll be a gathering. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Christ is coming, and there'll be a gathering. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. A gathering together unto him. First verse. I'm having trouble to get out of it. He says, now, he says, I beseech you, do not be shaken in mind. Whatever people got going on inside of them. I don't care where you think. Some people are driven by their heart and their emotions. Some people are logical. And they think with their brain or their head and they can't get past. You understand what I mean when people talk about those things? I'm not going to get into it. However you want to see it. He says, don't be shaken in mind and don't be troubled. Neither by spirit nor by word nor by this letter from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. Verse 3 says, I don't care what comes your way. What happened to Eve? Lucifer came her way. She was shaken. They were shaken right out of the garden. They were in their place. God had put them in a place that he had made. And they lost their place, having given too much attention to Lucifer. However, he wrapped it up. Sin doesn't change. Sin is sin. Disobedience is disobedience. But the devil will change the wrapping paper quite often. It looks good. Put a big bow on it, or ribbon rather. Put a big ribbon on it, tighten the bow, and hand the same thing over to you again and again. Change the size, change the package, change the color. Sin is sin. Disobedience is disobedience. So however, Lucifer wrapped it up, and, you know, and Eve swallowed whatever he had to say, and she went home and convinced Adam, and sin entered into this world. The devil is still up the same old tricks. He's still got the same old darts that we need to be quenching. Fiery they are, coming at us with his song and dance, and people are shaken by it. They're troubled by it. And their faith begins to dwindle, and they are found without faith. This is what the devil wants. He's a robber. He's a thief, a destroyer. But Jesus says, I have come. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Jesus says, I have come to give you life. Hallelujah. And to give it to you more abundantly. He says, the thief comes to rob and to kill and destroy. But he says, I have come. The reason why Jesus Christ came into this world is to give us life, and he is the life. Hallelujah. So Paul says, verse 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, he says, let no man deceive you by any means. See, I've already talked about famines and pestilence and wars and rumors and all these things. They all be happening. But above all these signs and everything, deception, seduction. Go back and to read, uh, sorry, seduction is the French word. The, The deceptions, the world being seduced. Go back and read Revelation chapter 13. Who gets seduced? The whole world, all the people, by the Antichrist. Capital A, not the little small A, the spirit of Antichrist running around, lots of them. But there's going to be one main figure, the Antichrist. And read in Revelation chapter 13. Who does he, who does he deceive? All the people. Revelation chapter 13. All the people. And this is written by John in, in AD 90 90 years. 92, if I go by what my Bible tells me. About 60 years since the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, John gets this revelation and he writes these words in Revelation chapter 13. Talking about the end of the world. How many people get deceived? All the people. Read it. Revelation 13. I'm not sure what the verse is, but we read this a couple of weeks ago. That's the devil's, that's what he's up to. That's the end game. All the people be deceived. Someone say, not me. Now it's time to reverse this demon spirit that's of antichrist that's in this world. Not me. Amen. Not me. Say it, sister. Not me. Amen. Not me. Praise God. Amen. At home, say it. Not me. Amen. All the people. Not me. Hallelujah. What's in me? It's rooted. Praise God. Ask God, amen, have your feet, amen, on a rock. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul, this is what Jesus said. He says, I will build my church. Amen. Upon this rock, amen, I shall build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Amen. No gates of hell, no gates of police, no gates of the RCMP, no fences. I don't care what it is, what weapon. It will be raised or will be formed against me. It shall not prosper. Praise God. By the word of my testimony, I will be the overcomer. I will, shall defeat them by the word of my testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Praise God. Amen. Because he that is in me is greater than he that is in this world. Are you with me at home? Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to have this revelation that John received. Amen. Over 2,000 years ago. Amen. John wrote this. This is what I'm seeing. I don't know if he understood what he could see, what he was seeing. I don't know if John could understand that. Amen. Even 20, 30 years ago, hearing preachers preach. My, my dad would preach these things I'd sit there saying, "Eh, oh, whatever. A credit Must be a credit card. Mark of the Beast is a credit card. Amen. That's what it was. Back in my day, the beast, that's Ayatollah Amini. That's who he is. Amen. Couldn't say it. Ayatollah the Amini. Amen. Then it was Gaddafi. Then it was the Pope. Then it was the Russian guy. Here we are in 2021 still trying to figure it out. Is it the vaccine? It's read. Show me you can read. We'll figure it out. Hallelujah. As long as we're ready. Paul says, let no man, um, 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 3. He says, let no man deceive you by any means. The devil comes at you from the left. He comes at you from the right. Any means. Hallelujah. Better have that shield of faith. We're talking about faith. Have the shield of faith that you may quench all the fiery darts of the devil. Ephesians chapter 6. Talking about faith. Let's talk about the shield of faith. Praise God. Hold it up. Praise God. Amen. How big's your shield? Oh, how much faith do you have? And he says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Some people are going to be shaken and they're going to fall by the wayside. There'll be a falling away. Someone say, Not me. Amen. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. This is the second time we hear this term. When Jesus was praying for us in the garden in John chapter 17, Jesus says, he says, hey, Father, I've been with them in this world. And he says, I've kept them in this world. I've kept them by thy name. Jesus is praying for you and I. He says, all those that thou has given me, he says, I've kept except for the betrayer. And he called, listen, he uses the term the son of perdition that the scripture may be fulfilled. This is in John 17, up early, like 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there, 12. And Jesus uses the term the son. And look, he said, well, he's talking about Judas. I know, but what did Judas do? He, he denied Christ, he betrayed Christ. Amen. Just point out who this, I don't know how their law worked or what kind of confirmation they needed, but he got paid 30 pieces of silver to just point him out. I don't think Jesus was trying to hide. He certainly wasn't trying to hide from, he had a mission to fulfill and he fulfilled it. But when I look at who, how Jesus labeled him and what that man did, the son of perdition, and now Paul uses the same term. He says, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Is it me? I already spoke about the Last Supper, just as we're getting into this teaching of the, how Jesus mentioned the kingdom. He says, now one of you, you're, you're, you're going to be betraying me in such a way that it's not, not going to end well for you. Is it me? Is it me? They're all looking at each other. Is it me? Is it him? Is it me? Someone say, not me. Hallelujah. Verse 4, as I continue to read, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he as God sitteth in the temple. Again, Revelation 13. Amen. John Revelated, John was, this was revealed unto John. Paul had the same revelation. And last week we looked at Jesus spoke about the, the abomination him. He said, that man is an abomination. And he said, the abomination of desolation. When that man takes his position, takes his place, this is what's going to happen. He opposes and exalteth him above all that is called God. That's why he's called the son of perdition. Judas was an o- opposer against my Savior. Then, verse 5, Paul says, he says, Don't you remember? I already told you these things. So, I know some of these scriptures, we've read them last week or the week before, but I'm kind of in a position like Paul. He says, Don't you remember? He says, already, We've already read these things. I've already told you some of these things, but. Paul repeats it. The Bible repeats it. I'll repeat it. Hallelujah. And same with this teaching. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. This teaching is going to repeat. It's going to go into a perpetual mode and repeat. It'll show up on YouTube, and you'll need to listen to it a second time or a third time. I had a sister call me on Monday. She says, a French sister here in Montreal, she said, uh, and who she was here in the service last Sunday. She said, I heard you preach because I was here in the meeting and I heard you preach. And she called me, it was Monday afternoon. She said, I've already, heard, I've already replayed the sermon four times in less than 24 hours. She said, That's how much meat you gave us. She said, You said things I never heard before. And she called me Monday afternoon. She said, Four times already. She had to listen to it. Hallelujah. Good for her if you don't have time for four or time for one or two or repeat. It's up to you. But as I said, the word of God, we need to hear it. That's where the faith comes from. And I've I've I think I've read enough scriptures to prove that Jesus Christ is coming upon his return, and he's looking for faith. You and I, we need faith. And this is how I'm gonna pray. Praise God. If you looked at the title or the subtitle, I mean, the main title for last week and this week was Then Come at the End, the number two, because this is part two. And I wrote as a subtitle, Faint Not. Hallelujah. Jesus gave us this parable that we faint not. Amen. He has given you and I everything that we need, all that is required to endure unto the end. Some people are preparing to escape. They say, we're out of here. Before all this gets nasty, we're out. Jesus is coming back. Well, go into, I don't know, named Syria, Yemen, Iraq, where you can't walk around with this. Say, hey, don't worry about it, brother. Jesus is coming back. And he just loses his head because he refuses to deny Christ, son of perdition, daughter of perdition. refuse. Go explain to them that there's not going to be tribulation. We won't have to go through. We read this last week and I know this may alienate some of you listening but I don't see it in the scriptures. When Jesus said you don't know the hour you don't know the date." Stop looking for it. Amen. Behold in English he says behold I come quickly. Praise God. Amen. Nowhere in the Bible does it say he's coming soon. I know in French it's translated that way, but in English, it doesn't say he's coming soon. It says, behold, I come quickly in English. So in French, we have a little debate going on in the French and the English because some people say, well, he's, going to, you know, he's coming quickly. And, and you read it over and over how he comes quickly, like a thief in a knife, bang, you're going, you've been robbed. <gasps> what just happened? I wasn't ready. That, that's how the English, how my King James stands up. Without... Contradiction from one chapter, or from one writer to the next. He's going to come quick because the Bible says if he doesn't do it, he said the very elect might not make it to the end. That's how tight. That's how tough it's going to be. If the elect shall be saved, then my sister or somebody can post that comment. I mean that verse in the comment section. Help me out with that verse. I mean we read in Revelations where an angel is about to, about to, you know unleash a destructive force upon this earth, and another angel comes by, hang on for a sec. We need to seal some saints. We need to seal some of the elect before you make that move. Amen. So unless he comes back quickly, some of us won't make it. So when Jesus gives us this parable that we read in Luke 18, he says, the woman kept out the judge. Release me, release me. Do me this favor. Do me this favor. Do me this favor. And the judge says, I don't care nothing about God. I don't care nothing about man. I don't care nothing about woman. But she bothers me. So I'm going to appeal to her petition. Amen. This is a parable that Jesus gave us. So when I pray, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I make my appeal to God. Hallelujah. I'm not walking down the street with some, what do you call it, post-placard sign protesting regulations or BLM or whatever it is. No, I make my appeal to God. That's what makes the difference. Hallelujah. So that I can be found in peace upon this earth. Thy kingdom come. I don't care what you do. It doesn't matter what I say or what I don't say. This world's still going to end up being a mess because it's messed up by sin. Amen. I'll stick to the scriptures and try to get people ready for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he is coming back. And when he's coming, he's looking for faith. Remember what I wrote him on the margin of my Bible? Faith or faint. And you can't be found fainting out of time caught off guard rather than to be caught up because he's coming back quickly. Hallelujah. If you just join us a little bit late, I read Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. I touched on Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, Matthew chapter 26, verses 28 to 29. I also quoted or recited Matthew chapter 24, verse 44. The basis of my text was Luke 18, verses 1 to 8 as well as Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 5, as well as verses 6. I tagged verse 6 on there. Paying attention so that I hear faith. I hear faith. I stick to my faith. I don't want my faith to be robbed. Anything that is, brings fearful, any, it's torment. I do not want to be tormented. God is not a God who will put his children into a place of torment. I was delivered from torment by Jesus Christ. You as well can have this same life that I'm, describing to you, that I'm putting forward. All you need to do, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, to believe it in your heart, to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe it in your heart. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again, John chapter 3. I'm going to pray with you, and I'm going to pray for you in about two minutes. If you need to decide, say, I don't want my old life. I want it gone. You begin to repent of your sins. I'm sorry to have sinned. That's what repent means, to have remorse, I'm, I'm, which also means that you're not going to go back. You're not going to start the same old things over again. I repent of my sins, Lord, and I need forgiveness, and he will forgive you. As far as the east is from the west, God will forgive you of your sins, and your new life begins. Hallelujah. He takes, removes you out of darkness over into his marvelous light. You can't have both. You're either in the dark or you're in the light. You're either a believer or you are an unbeliever. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13, you're either far away or you have been brought nigh. You're in the position, the place where God wants you to You're either on your way to heaven or you're on your way to hell. I'm going to pray in 60 seconds. You need to decide. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner, It's a parable that Jesus gave us. Seven words. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Seven words. Very powerful words. The seven most powerful words in the English language that any man or any woman can confess. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner, and the mercy of God will be upon you. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Thank God for his grace. God forbid. Romans chapter six, verses one and two. Hallelujah. And I'm going to pray the mercy of God in your life. Fifteen seconds. I want you to decide today. Hallelujah. Before Jesus comes back, if you're not sure, if you do not have that decision, praise God. It is entirely up to you. Is entirely up to you. You have God that is for you, and you have the devil that is against you. You decide. Praise God. Amen. You have God that is for you. You have the devil that is against you. You you make the decision. You become the majority. You're either a majority with God, having decided on God's side, or you become a majority with the devil. Two against one. The devil and you is two against one. God and you is two against one against the devil. You decide. God is for you. The devil is against you. You decide. You decide. I'm going to pray. Five seconds. Make that decision right now before it's too late. Jesus Christ is coming back. Heavenly Father, I thank God today for this message that we have reheard. Praise God for thy rod and thy staff, which has comforted us. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Unlimited source of power. An unlimited source of life. An unlimited source of spirit, praise God. Unlimited source of faith, because we need faith. Hallelujah. I thank God today, praise God, for the blessing which we have heard because of ears which have been opened in the name of Jesus. As I have prayed, ears open in the name of Jesus to hear what the Spirit has to say unto the church. Eyes be open to see what we have read. Hallelujah. See like John the Revelator saw. Praise God. The Word of God, praise God, that's been before our eyes for the past couple of hours In the name of Jesus. A heart that is open to receive a mind, praise God, that has the ability, praise God. The mind which was also in Christ. Hallelujah. For that person that is repenting right now of their sins in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank God, amen, for this opportunity that they have had to receive it. Just as we have had years ago, months ago, weeks ago. We received the preaching of the truth to make right, to get right with God. Hallelujah. Before Translation, before Jesus comes back, that we may be found pleasing unto thee. Hallelujah. Just as Enoch, before he was translated, he pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please you. And I thank God today, praise God, for the faith which we have received through the preaching of the word of God. Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Not ashamed to speak forth words that... little tough to hear sometimes in the flesh. But I thank God as we bring the flesh under subjection, This it is the Spirit, praise God. Today we have fed the Spirit that the Spirit may be stronger than the flesh in the name of Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life has made us free. Amen. Through Christ Jesus our Lord we have made free the law of sin and death. Sin and death no longer reigns in our mortal bodies. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Sin no longer hath dominion over us. Thank God because of your grace, which we have received in the name of Jesus, praise God. I thank God for the blessing that we have. Even the teaching of the word of God. For he that sinneth is of the devil. The devil sinneth from the beginning. He is the father of lies. And I thank God today, praise God, that we are. Hallelujah. We're bringing under subjection. Praise God. We're breaking down these strongholds in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anything that exalteth itself against the knowledge, that, against the preaching that we have just heard, whatever exalteth itself against us, I thank God we break it down, destroy it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. That Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords, hallelujah, reign, praise God, in our lives as Lord and Savior. Praise God. Thank God, amen, for the person coming to Jesus Christ right now praying. In Jesus' name, repenting of their sin today before it's too late for them. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, Lord, as we pray. Praise God. I thank God for those who are ready and for those who have have heard this message and they have decided to be ready today. Make them ready by the Spirit of God that they fall in love with the Word of God, with the truth. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for having done what you did on Calvary. Praise God. The few hours that you were in the grave, And you came out, praise God. I thank God for all these things. Hallelujah. The blessings that we have as children of God today, praise God, until Jesus comes. Praise God for us, praise God. We're looking up for our redemption, draweth nigh. And I thank God today, praise God, that we have the right direction to look. In Jesus' name, praise God. Amen. Bless my brothers and sisters. They have given their tithes and their offerings this week or last week, whenever. Praise God. Take into account how they have served you in the name of Jesus, which has allowed this ministry to progress in such a way their souls are being saved, souls are being added to the kingdom of heaven. In the name of Jesus, praise God for our radio station, 24 hours for our sites online and for the work that we are preparing to do right here in this heathen nation of Quebec. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm giving you all the praise and I'm giving you all the glory. Once again, in the name of Jesus, praise God, as they repent in Jesus' name. My young brother, my young sister, praise God, repenting of their sin. Spirit of the living God, enter into their life right now. Remove that heart, God. You promised you will remove that heart of stone. Replace it with a heart of flesh and write upon their fleshly tables, praise God. The fleshly tables of their heart, your ordinances and your precepts, that we may be obedient as we walk pleasing in your sight. Thank God for the message which we have heard. It keeps us, praise God, on the way which leadeth unto life. Thank God for your son, Jesus Christ, who is the way. Hallelujah today for the blessing that we have through Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray these things. Amen. If you agree with me, amen. Praise God. If you ask God for mercy, said God be merciful unto me, a sinner? Today, sin stops right now in the name of Jesus, because you are a new creature in Christ Jesus through our Lord and Savior. You have questions, you can reach out, you can contact myself, and I will do everything, you know, at all I can do to get a Bible into your hands, to give you more teaching, so that you can be a servant of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Ready for the kingdom of God and for His coming. Praise God. If this is the decision that you have made, you've made the best decision of your life. Praise God. Amen. As you keep as you continue to be on your way, the way which leadeth unto life. And Jesus says, I am that way. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the way, I am the truth. I am the life. Praise God. Jesus said, be ye therefore, be therefore, be ye therefore ready. Be ready, be ready, be ready. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much once again for spending your time with me. I trust that the Word of God has been a a blessing unto you. My brothers and sisters, praise God. Thank you so much for spending your time. I love you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until the next time, be ready, be ready, be ready. As Jesus says, be ready in Jesus' name. Praise God. Until next time, I love you. Praise God. Be ready. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I trust the Word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the Word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.